the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. It's our Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. There are many funerals today in Squirrel Hill. Thousands gathered. Once again, Pittsburgh comes together to honor those who were killed on Saturday. Kath, welcome. We're remembering people that we knew and kind of friends of a friend and my great aunt's next door neighbor, my friend's doctor, those brothers that we knew, my husband's dentist. It's a sad day to be a Pittsburgher. What's odd is that the spotlight's on us for the wrong reason. It is. We don't want to be known for this. And of course, if you spend any time in Pittsburgh, you spend a few months here, you get the vibe pretty quickly, pretty easy. You know what it's like. And you know, and and oftentimes you know, when the spotlight is shown, I'm thinking you know, everybody who watches Monday night football, you kinda of go, Oh yeah, there's the shot of the fountain and there's the shot of the you know, the brewery and yada yada. Oh, there's that Permani sandwich. Right? And we all sort of run to cliche. And it is a cliche that we're Pittsburgh, and there's something different, that it is special. And it's a cliche because it's true. So here it is, you know, and I don't know. I have a standing lunch date with a, a friend of mine that we meet in Squirrel Hill for lunch, just, you know, once a month. We catch up. How's, how's things? So I got there early this morning, and I walked the streets of Squirrel Hill. I stayed away purposely from the Tree of Life Synagogue. I didn't want to be part of the hubbub, which I knew, of course, it's still ongoing. There's a tsunami of media, national, international media in town. But it was just good to walk Forbes to Murray to Whiteman. Just walk around the neighborhood. And, you know, it was a beautiful day, gorgeous day out there right now. People are guarded. People are a little skittish. But people are also kind. In some instances, you don't want to make eye contact. In others, you're happy to be part of this small gathering. I don't know. It's just a weird day. And violence and murder still hangs in the air as we bury our dead. I was leaving a restaurant from around a little afternoon, had an early lunch, and literally bumped into a funeral. Saw it go by. People paused and stopped. I mean, it's deeply sad and emotional. It is a sad day. I'm so glad you were there for that. Me too. It wasn't planned, but it was just Squirrel Hill. Mm-hmm. We've got a guest for you today. Guests. Yeah, we have a bunch of guests for you. Who we hope that um, yeah. will provide some insight, some balm, some wisdom. Mm-hmm. So, 
And, you know, I want to encourage you, if you have the opportunity, or even if you don't, I think you should make the opportunity to um, to get out and pay your respects to these people, even if they were people that you didn't know. I stopped by today um, at my husband's dentist office, which is right in our community of Westview in Ross Township. And um, my husband's dentist is Dr. Dereshko, and uh, her husband was Richard Gottfried, who was killed in the synagogue on Saturday. And so I stopped by their office today, which was closed, of course, and it's just overflowing of flowers in the front. And, you know, I don't know how I didn't change anybody's life by going there, but it was good for me to go. It was good for me to be there. Right. It was good for me to take my personal time and show up there and to leave something. I left some flowers behind. Um, so if you're from Ross Township and you knew Dr. Gottfried or Dr. Durachko or you were your kids go to the North Hills School District and appreciate what he did for a long time there, um, you should stop by. You should. You should take the time and you should stop by. We're going to take a break here. And in a few minutes, uh, Pastor Josh Brown is with us. Pastor Brown talking about Psalm 22, lament, and what it is to be alive today. Stick around, won't you please? You're tuned to Word FM. It's the ride home with John and Kathy. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Could you use some help to make it through the tough times in your life right now? Listen to Adrian Rogers. Jesus has taken the sting out of sin. He's taken the pain out of party, and he's given us a hope that is steadfast and sure. And that's some timeless truth for tough times. Timeless truths for tough times. This month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. This is Kathy Emmons. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and you know they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation with typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley's got you covered giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at marleyfg.com. My daughter was really sensitive. She took everything personally. She had a lot of trouble in school. He had some impulsivity issues that I was concerned about. He was having a lot of meltdowns, a lot of tantrums. What Brain Balance did was give us a very distinct game plan. This is what he has. We're going to get from point A to point B, and this is how we're going to do it. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. His focus in class and how he retains the information that the teacher is talking about is just remarkable. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. There is our life before Brain Balance, and there's our life 
after brain balance, and the two don't even resemble each other. It's a totally different life. Attend Brain Balance Center's Parent Discovery Night Thursday, November 1st from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Tour the center, meet their caring staff, and learn firsthand from enrolled parents about the brain balance difference. Call to reserve your seat today at 724-443-6287 or visit brainbalance.com for more information. Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. Hey, welcome back. If you would look in the thesaurus, despair and lament can be connected to each other pretty quickly, but they are really different things in a major way. Reverend Josh Brown is with us. Reverend Brown joins us from Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church. It's in the Oakland section of the neighborhood. And Josh, it's always a pleasure. How are you today? It's good to see you guys. Thanks for having me in. Thank you. So... I think in a moment like this, and I I know I felt this way on Saturday, um, despair seems to be the first option. It appears to be, I don't know, I mean, that's an emotional response, right? Is that it's just like, I heard about it, um, you know, my husband works right across the street from Tree of Life, and so someone called our house and said, oh my gosh, like, this is going on, and I said, wait a minute, what are you talking about? And it just... The first place you go is just abject despair. Um, I, I'm sure I you felt one, something similar. Sure, to that. I think it's one of them. Yeah, we I live less than a mile there from there myself. We have a lot of friends and people that are right on the street, uh, very close by there. We know that community very well, uh, and I think despair is one of the places that people go first. I'm sure there are a lot of a lot of emotions. There are a lot of just. Uh, I don't want to call them reactionary emotions, but things just almost involuntarily. That's just what happens, right? Just come up, yeah. It could be anger, it could be fear, sorrow, yeah. and I would say that despair falls into that—that that sense of uh, a kind of a helplessness of what what is going on and what. How is, can this even be? What's happening? Yeah. How do, how do we? What do we say in this time? What do we do in this time? Right. Uh, feeling of sort of shouting into a hurricane. I mean, it just mm-hmm. what what do you do? So, I think despair is is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but lament is something different than it's distinct from despair. How it is that's a, that's something I think it's an important distinction to make, especially when we're talking about biblical lament. Lament is something that you find in Scripture, especially in the Psalms. Um, in, in these moments when we're not sure what to say or how to say it, or even what words should be used, the Psalms have always been a place that God's people have turned, not just in times of fear and sorrow, in times of joy and, and celebration as well, because they they show the full range really of human emotion. Uh, there's an early church father named Athanasius used to say that while all of Scripture speaks to us, that the Psalms in a very unique way speak for us. So they give us some words, and lament is one of them. That, that's a category that you find there. It's, they're not Psalms aren't all just happy and joyful and celebratory. You look at them, and right. some of them are very raw and real. Um, so because emotions are complex, especially when they're fresh, the Psalms act as sort of a guide to take us through those various levels of emotion. 
I think they do. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, it, it. For one thing, right up front, they acknowledge and validate that this is a part of the human experience. It's, so if people are feeling this, you're not people crazy. Feel, no, if you're feeling this sorrow or fear or, or or frustration or anger, even that you can't quite put your finger on, I think it's important right away to say Scripture itself says th- those are real human emotions. These aren't things you have to plaster over or pretend aren't there. And what you should do in those times is cry out to God. These aren't things that are just shouted into the void. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they give us a they give us a framework for that. They even give us language for that. And that's I think one of the ways we begin to see this difference between just despair, which is a, a kind of an empty cry to nothing to no one in, in hope of nothing, right. from biblical lament, which is saying, No, this world is broken. There is a wretchedness, not only within my own heart, but within this world. It feels sometimes far beyond my scope to deal with, and so some of the some of the classic expressions that I think people have heard from the Psalms, Psalm one thirty is where it says, "Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, O Lord, hear my cry. Do not be inattentive to my pleas for mercy." Uh, in so many places, Psalm twenty two, another great one, which Jesus Himself quotes on the cross when He says, "My God, my God, have you forsaken me?" Um, Psalm 77 is, is Asaph lying in his bed at night. And he says, like, I can't even sleep. My tears have become my bed. Have you have you forgotten to be gracious and merciful, Lord? So if these, if these aren't real human emotions, and I don't I don't know what are. I mean, this, these are are the things that I think a lot of people felt maybe in some way on Saturday or Sunday or over the weekend and didn't even quite know how to give voice to. Yeah. So. In some measure, just that is comforting because we recognize that people who lived thousands of years ago feel the same way we feel now. I think so. And it's and, like a sense of human solidarity. Yeah. That, now, right? and with that, I, I want to be. That's that's not a way to just kind of brush this off and say, "Oh well, other people have dealt." It's not. It's not that. It's a way of saying that yes, this is something that people have experienced. God knows. God Himself knows. What this experience is life. And the fact that Jesus quoted Psalm 22 is not was not an accident. I mean, it shows us a lot of things. Sure it shows does. us that in Jesus Christ, God Himself is not only with us in the midst of our suffering, but that He suffered for us in our place, and ultimately in His resurrection has overcome all death and sorrow and suffering. So it, it, there's, I mean, the, the deepest and truest cry of lament that was ever uttered was the one He uttered on our behalf, and. So there, there's a lot going in there that we can't ever really plumb the depths of. But one thing it shows us, God, God is not as distant as it may feel in these times. Death is not as final as it may seem in these times. And lament is real. It's not just a whistling through the graveyard, but it also illuminates a bigger biblical picture for us. So despair, all those emotions, uh, that's one thing. But lament in some ways, Josh, to hear you speak, as painful as lament and despair are connected, lament can be a good thing. In in the big context, yeah. In in the in the moment, it never yeah. feels it. No, um, yeah, it's it's. But not you can a, look back and go, uh, in that period, we lamented, and there was strength there, or wisdom, or some beginning thread of peace. I think so. Uh, so another thing you see in the Psalms is that uh, weeping lasts for the night, but joy comes with the morning. And it's acknowledging both of those things. It's never it's never an attempt to just plaster over it and say, well, get, you'll be okay, right, and right, it's right. all right. You know, it, It'll be better tomorrow. It's, it's, not, it's not saying that. It's giving full validity to both of those things. Um, weeping does last for the night. Psalm 22, again, in the beginning says, I, I cry by day and, and by night. I'm not sure... If you're hearing me, I mean, there's there's honest, uh, almost a painful honesty to even hear those words. 
We're talking to Josh Brown. He's the pastor of Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland section of Pittsburgh. Josh, what about um, the God who reveals himself through the scriptures as a God of justice? I think that's another really important uh, thing here. We There's a lot of talk about injustice when we see things like this, and that is what this is. Among, yes. among many things, that is what this is. And so we do need to denounce the, the hatred, in this case particularly the anti-Semitism that we see in acts like this. But any anytime we see that, we need to be able to name that and, for, what it is. for what it is. But we also can't think that the success of any kind of justice project ultimately lies in our hands. Uh, so people get all roused up about we need to go and pursue justice and righteousness. And, and yes, we do. I, I Very, very clearly we do. Um, what does God require? That you love justice and, and walk right. humbly. Uh, so that is a part of it. But the only reason that we can attempt that with any, any level of confidence and the only reason that our, whatever insufficiency we see in our acts, we can see them as foretastes of something bigger. So the justice thing in particular, for the really the modern Western mindset, if you talk of any idea about God being a judge, that's we, we think that's an unwelcome idea, that's that's harsh, that's unloving. Why would you talk about God as judge? And, and that's kind of unique to our modern mm-hmm. Western mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's written uh, in really powerful and eloquent ways about this is the theologian Miroslav Volf. I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys are familiar with him. Mm-hmm. And he's from Croatia. So he grew up and experienced firsthand some of the horrors of the Serbio-Croatian wars and the genocide there. And in a couple of his books, um, especially one called Exclusion and Embrace, he says he acknowledges this point. He says it's really a modern Western mindset that, that thinks the idea of God as judge is just bad news. He says if you have lived through some kind of horror of genocide or, or things like that, the idea, the idea, the promise really, that someone is going to come and set things right. You need that. That's good news. Yes. He says, it, it, you need, I can't do that. None mm-hmm. of us are capable of doing that. So to know that God will come and address these things, they're not going to be left unaddressed. That's good news. Uh, it, it's something that I think we've lost sight of in yeah. a lot of ways. That's I it. agree. And I was also thinking about justice last night and knowing, you know, the names of those that were lost on Saturday. Um, and we recognize the shooter that took their lives and that our justice system will punish him as, as humans are, are able to do. I was also thinking, though, about the people who were in the synagogue at the time mm. who suffered terror mm-hmm. during that hour and a half, um, people in the neighborhood who will suffer that, family member, you know, all those sorts of things. And I thought, you know, we can't – there's no human way in our system to bring justice to that, to those people. There's no way to do that. But no. God – so part of lament is, I think, recognizing that God saw all of that. That yeah. God knows all of that. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's a good point, Kathy. We we can bring what would be a way to express it. We could bring right consequences mm-hmm. out of a situation. We could try to establish um, consequences mm-hmm. that are we feel are right or appropriate. But real, true justice is not something that we're going to be man. able to do on our own. No, it's not something. On, that there's we're a do on our own. there's a law firm here in Pittsburgh. I don't know who it is, but I see a billboard, and their slogan is "Wrongs Righted," mm. and then there's like a little pile of cash. When you think, well, that's not, that's not going to write anything. No, you need something bigger than that. And, and to know that God will set things to right, that he will atone for every injustice, that he will uh, make these things right in, in, in a way beyond anything that we could do. That's, that is something that I think is part of the hope that we need to make sure that we reclaim. Um, again, it's never as a way to just kind of push past these things. One of the things we also need to do is just uh, allow ourselves to be present in these moments. Um, one, other, one thing, 
couple things that I think when we look at as Christians, when we look at the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, I mean, there, there's a lot that we see there. But in moments like this, a couple things I think are important to remember. One thing in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we see that we cannot embrace the idea of escapism, uh, where these, these things are not comfortable. And so one of our reactions can be, well, we're just going to hide our eyes and withdraw ourselves or fight as hard as we can to keep the chaos and the pain at bay. And that's a natural reaction. But when we look at Jesus Christ entering fully into suffering with us and for us, we see that if we think if we think that our, our response should be to find a way to, to avoid all of these painful things in life, that's not that's futile, first of all. But it's also attempting to walk a path other than the one our Lord Himself walked. So we don't need to go out of our way to needlessly seek out suffering. But we should not our first reaction should not be to just Avoid it. Cover our eyes and close our ears and, and try to hide from it. Right. Um, another thing it shows us is that those aren't the final measure in the song of the people of God. Lament is a part of our song, but it's not the final part of it. Um, so you look at Jesus' death and resurrection, and you see it shows us that the forces of sin and death, they're, they're real and they're powerful. In fact, so powerful that it's only the death and resurrection of the Son of God that could overcome them. So as we're going about all of our work to seek justice and reconciliation and bring comfort and healing, we do that. But as I was saying earlier, we recognize that that's only because we know that those things are secured and will be revealed fully in the end. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, for them, the practical aspect of this, for people who, like the three of us, like all of us, that the initial shock brought despair – and now you join us to talk about lament. Mm-hmm. The practical application, if we were to follow along a path of lament these next few days, what does that look like? What do we do? Yeah. How does that have legs? That's the question, isn't it, John? I mean, that's that's a tough one. Uh, one thing I, I've tried to encourage people to do is to re- really fight the temptation to just offer glib, right. glib quick, mm-hmm. easy responses or explanations, either in person or on social media. To, to those or yourself. Sure. Yeah. And that, that I reckon that is it that we feel like that's the right thing to say. Say, well, when we say things like, well, it'll all work out in the end, or there must be a greater purpose here. Look, that may feel like the right thing to say. That's, that's just fight that temptation for right now. Don't try to offer so quick explanations or things. Um, biblically, some of the, mo- you know, the models we see are just be very, be very quick to just be present with people and then be very quick to listen and be a whole lot slower to talk. Um, I've pointed people to the example at the beginning of book of Job. We know his story when he suffered the uh, extreme losses of all of his uh, family and friends and all of his property and everything. His friends, when they showed up, they did the right thing at first. It Mm -hmm. said they came to him. uh, They they sought him out. They they sat in the dust with him for seven days and seven nights. And it says no one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. And then, you know, they start talking and saying, well, Job, here's what God was up to. And all they do in that point is just expose their, their foolishness. So um, be quick to just and be And then God present. said they, what they said about me was not right. Yeah, yeah. So be quick to be present, be quick to listen, be a lot slower to talk. Romans twelve fifteen says, weep with those who weep. Um, I think these are, these are things that start to direct us in the path that we need to go. Now, over time, certainly, we have opportunities to try to speak hope and healing uh, into people's lives, but r- right off the bat, yeah, just be there, um, be with people, weep with those who. If you don't know what to say, that's okay, and you can even acknowledge that. Silence is good. Yeah, say I have no idea what to say. Josh, before you leave us, let me ask you. Um, John has a friend. I have a friend who both 
posted on social media in the last couple of days, well, you know, this has pushed me farther away from my faith than mm-hmm. I've ever been. You know, mm-hmm. if, you know, those people were in there praying. So if God wasn't going to protect, protect them, then what's God like? Yeah. Yeah. The, well, I just talked about not trying to offer any mm-hmm. simple, quick, easy right. explanation. I'm not asking so, you to yeah, explain so, it. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna stick to my right, advice but that, here. But I think yeah. that can be part of lament, right, is being able yes. to say that. If you really feel that way, it's okay to say yes. that. Yes. Now, having said that, I, w- I would kind of bring us full circle to where we started. And, and people, and I, I've had conversations like that with people as well. And you say, let's look at some of these places in, in the Psalms and, and places like that. Uh, and you acknowledge that that's okay. Um, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to acknowledge that to God. Psalm 77 in particular, I wish we had a little time. Maybe we could walk through that one. But um, Asaph begins by just crying out mm-hmm. and lamenting. He st- in the middle, it's very interesting. He pauses. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember what God has done. And then, he re- and then he retells the story of the Exodus, which he wasn't there for. But he's remembering what God has done in history. And then the psalm just ends. And I've always wondered, where did he go to? Right. <laughs> did he go to sleep and have a good night after that? Did he right. wake up feeling? I, I don't know. Um so we was he still know. mad? Yeah, I don't know. But that's one thing. Um, we can remember what God has mm-hmm. done for us in Christ and what that means. But that I, we may not know where that leads instantly. And that's what it is to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Josh, thanks an awful lot. We My really pleasure. appreciate it. Yeah. Pastor Josh Brown from Belfield Presbyterian Church, right across from the uh, University of Pittsburgh bookstore. That's Belfield. Take a break. Me back in a few minutes. Stay with us, please. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two MyPillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207 or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code word. He can smell you from half a mile away, hear with pinpoint accuracy, and detect the slightest motion with a 310-degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent-controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. 
This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's, delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at yodersbackyard.com. For just five quarters a day, you can sponsor a child through Compassion International. It's pocket change to you. It's life changing for a child in need. Be part of the change. Become a sponsor now at Compassion.com slash radio. That's Compassion.com slash radio. A mix of clouds and sunshine this afternoon and milder than yesterday with a high of 56. Partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight, low 48. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, breezy and even milder. Expect some rain in the afternoon, high 65. Thursday, cloudy and cooler with periods of rain, high 53. Expect more rain going into Friday. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Joe Lundberg on 101.5 Word FM. Tish Harrison Warren is with us. Tish is a priest in the Anglican Church in North America, currently serves as co-associate rector at Church of the Ascension in Pittsburgh. She's author of Liturgy of the Ordinary, Sacred Practices in Everyday Life, which was named Christianity Today's 2018 Book of the Year. Tish, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks. And we we, um, know each other through my writing, but I'm a Pittsburgh resident with you too which is so nice because you didn't start out that way when we first met you you were far flung in texas but now you truly are a pittsburgher <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i count as a pittsburgher i'm i think you do yeah. from austin texas but i've been here a year and a half so yeah. i don't know how long you have to be here before you count i think but. i think it counts already well, yeah all right so uh, you know i'm i'm sorry that um that all of us are living through the days that we're living in Pittsburgh. Um, but, you know, God has given us a time like this, and um, he's called us to be present in it. And uh, you chose to be present on Sunday night at Soldiers and Sailors at the service that was held there, though you didn't get in the door, right? Right, which I'm glad I didn't get in the door. It meant thousands and thousands of people showed up. So there were... The auditorium was completely full when I got there. I got there about 20 minutes before it started. And um, the, I think the capacity is a, is somewhere around 2,500, give or take a couple hundred. So, um, so I stood out in the rain with hundreds and hundreds of people. It was, uh, the, the lawn was completely full mm-hmm. and we all, it was, cold and raining and we everybody had umbrellas and um i shared my umbrella with a stranger so people were sharing umbrellas and standing out there they had the um they had the sound from the ceremony piped out Mm -hmm. and it was a little spotty but we could still hear uh most of what was said right so i was out there with a lot i had my collar on representing um I'm an Anglican priest, so I was representing our church. My rector was also there. He got there earlier and got a seat inside. Um, And I was standing next to my friend Grant, who's the former bishop of the Horn of Africa, (laughs) Anglican bishop, and uh, we were surrounded by um, Orthodox Jews, and there there was... um, uh, Muslims with us and also just, 
you know, there were children, there was a little girl and her dad there. So all different, old and young, all different people of uh, different faiths. And it, I mean, basically every kind of race and creed you can think of, we were all sort of gathered out in the rain. Yeah. Which was beautiful. I'm sure it was beautiful. I mean, like you said, Tish, the overflow is everything because people wanted to be there to be in community. And for you to be a, a transplant just here for a, a year and a half, it doesn't really matter where you're from or where you are in your walk in your life. But when tragedy strikes, as it did Saturday morning, and people are murdered because they're praying and they're together and their faith is Jews, I mean, it's crushing, isn't it? Everyone's crushed by this. And you get a little peek into a community which you're new to. Yeah, it was. I, you know, I think Pittsburgh is really faithful, right? It's really neighborly. Um, I mean, famously, you know, Mr. Rogers is from here. And this, we were neighbors. And I think um, one of the um, things, even the, I think the gospel compels us to, not just, you know, uh, the like an idea of America or a melting pot or something, but the gospel itself compels us to love our neighbors, regardless of our our differences. And so, um, when I when I was moved by everyone coming together, it's not. I mean, in some ways, this can be talked about as kind of a wishy-washy relativism of sort of we're all the same and let's just minimize differences and all religions are, are saying the same thing. And, and I don't think any of that's true, but I think at the end of the day, we're neighbors. We are, and we are in this together. We're in the city together and we're in this um, life together. So there's this sense of we can really name and own and be honest about our differences and show up for each other still because this, is anti-Semitism is an affront to um, not just Jewish people, but all people. It's a, it's a scourge on the city, and it's a scourge on being neighbors with one another. And a, um, so I think, uh, yeah, part of what we were doing is being neighbors with each other. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, yeah, I think solidarity with those who are suffering um, is really important for all of us. But I do. I think it's a blow for the whole for the whole city. Yeah, it is. It feels as though, I mean, like people say, well, you, we're so used to massacre, to mass murder. But you think, well, it's not, of course it's not going to happen here. No one thinks that, right? And, and there it is. Mm-hmm. So, so what's it like for you, Tish? I mean, you come into a church, you, you know, you move across the country from Texas, and you and your husband are co-pastoring co- uh, at Ascension, which is the uh, shady side, East Liberty, Oakland portion of the city, right there in, you know, the heart of things in the university campus especially, but just a few minutes from Squirrel Hill. And so all the different new relationships that you meet, that you have now, you see that interconnectedness, whether you are Anglican or a Jew or a Muslim or whatever, that is Pittsburgh. I mean, and I know it sounds kind of trite and, you know, we've heard this before, but we say it because, heck's sake, it, it is true. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. I mean, we love Squirrel Hill and um, spent, have spent a lot of time there. And it's a great neighborhood. And um, part of what makes it great is is there's the um, Orthodox Jews in particular have such rich practices as a community. So um, that even just even just having to just walk to the synagogue. On Sun on Saturday, makes the community tight knit and know each other, and so um, and and so it's just it's a great neighborhood, and so and our church is about five minutes from there. It's not in it's not um, in School Hill, but it's not far. So we've had yeah, I have a lot of parishioners in my church who have relationships with the with the victims and. Many of them, um, the doctor who was killed was the family doctor for uh, our worship leader, the worship leader in our church, and for many others that went to our church. So it hit very close to home. And uh, I mean, that doesn't, someone uh, wrote a great piece for the Washington Post um, that from Pittsburgh and said, you know, it doesn't make it more evil because it hit close to home. Wherever these mass shootings happen, wherever certainly where hate crimes and killing over race or religion happen, it's evil. But um, it is sobering that it hit so close to home, and and it's something to grieve. I think the city is in a state of grief right now and mourning, and and we need to really, really leave time and space for that to grieve and to be in mourning together to be extra kind and extra gentle to one another mm-hmm. because people are traumatized um, by this Tish Harrison Warren's with us. She's a priest in the Anglican Church in North America, currently serves right here in Pittsburgh as co-associate rector at Church of the Ascension. She's the author of Liturgy of the Ordinary, Sacred Practices in Everyday Life, which we were happy to say was named Christianity Today's 2018 Book of the Year. Um, Tish, what about um, the service that you guys did at Ascension? Um, Talk about what a service of of lament for you guys in your uh, liturgical tradition looks like. Yeah. Well, we just wanted to get people together. We just had this really strong sense that we needed to come and pray together. So when I heard, which was Saturday afternoon, um, you know, we got on the phone as a leadership team and said, you know, let's let's figure out something to do. We talked to our bishop and ended up um, holding something for anyone who wanted to come uh, but especially we invited all the Anglican churches in the city. So we had a really packed house, and we um, mostly prayed. There was a lot of um, liturgical prayers. These are written prayers for the peace of the world, for the victims. We prayed for first responders and police. Uh, we prayed for... Um, there's a prayer for um, the city. There's a prayer for times of um, of distress or time there was an, another one for times of conflict um, which is uh, certainly on a national scale we're seeing so um, we prayed for peace and there it was a lot also of silence we left a lot of silence um, and then we read 
the erector read the name of every victim and we prayed for them and their families and had a lot of time of silence. And then there was a lot of music, uh, lamenting and mourning. Um, and they said our worship leader had a relationship with one of the victims and um, knew him. He was her doctor and she she did a beautiful job of leading and um you know, it was interesting. This this isn't the prayer service uh, that night. It was just our service on Sunday morning that I'm referring to now. But uh, they are. We already had the service planned. You know, before this happened, so we already had um, songs in the bulletin already printed out. Every everything was planned, and then this happened. And our worship team was very, I think, thoughtful and sensitive, and they pivoted. And any song that had rejoice or hallelujah, anything sort of that was um, calling for us to rejoice in any way or to be upbeat, they they just took out. And so in very last minute, we ended up changing all the songs. Um, so that the actual Sunday morning worship was also a time that people could grieve and wouldn't feel like we were telling them to sort of hurry up and, and get over that or hurry up and rejoice um so it was kind of a it was a really beautiful service and and we certainly did proclaim the hope of jesus it wasn't a hopeless service we as um the scripture says we mourned as those with hope Mm -hmm. right so we were trying to hold together mourning and hope so we made space for both but we um they they did a great job of pivoting and um my husband was planning on preaching that day and and just the lectionary reading because you know he already had a sermon plan but um i mean it happened to be i believe in god's providence the lectionary reading was on grief and lament and so he went ahead and and preached what he was planning on preaching but then talked about this event that had happened in our city so he was already planning on preaching on grief and lament and then it kind of um it, I mean, then we had, it, his his sermon was mostly about how things are not right in the world and how we long for Jesus to set things right. And then there was this example, massive example. Right, that everybody by, knew and could identify with and was meaningful to them. Of a way that things really aren't right in the world. Right. In a way that we really need God to set things right. And so, um, you know, this is, this is, absolutely evil, but this is the evil that we live in um, all the time. I mean, we live in a fallen and broken world, and whether it's in our backyard or not, there are there are hateful things occurring. There are mass killings occurring. So this time it just hit very close to home. Happy, right. And for and for all of us, for every person who lives here in the city, but also for people who are Jewish who live across the world uh, and are seeing this on their televisions or following along on their computers, or for people who you know grew up in Pittsburgh and live other places. I, I mean, I think that the the um, the joy in the midst of the pain is what uh, Rabbi Aaron Bisno told us on our show yesterday, which was when I said I said you know on behalf of us, the three of us and our families, we're so sorry. And he said, to, he said back to me, that matters. 
that matters mm-hmm. to us to hear that. And I thought, okay, so the joy in this is that we get to express ourselves. We get to be honest and good neighbors and express the joy of all of that um, uh, while we still are able to mourn together and, you know, live through this sad days. Anyway, Tish, thank you so much for being with us. Tish Harrison Warren, priest in the Anglican Church, co-associate rector right here in the Shady Side section of Pittsburgh at Church of the Ascension, author of Liturgy of the Ordinary. Tish, great to talk to you. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. At Accurate Solutions Group, we're known to consort with pirates, penguins, and even panthers, and of course the Steelers. Maybe fans of Pittsburgh's most beloved sports teams turn to us because they know we're Yinzers too. So whether you're a pirate fan, penguin, panther, or Steelers, or all of the above, give us a call. I'm Kurt Kenotic. Ethan and I will help you get to where you need to be. Retirement is what we do, independent is what we are, and fiduciary is how we practice. Retire with confidence, clarity, and independence. A retirement blueprint from Accurate Solutions Group. It's customized and personalized to your unique situation. Call 412-515-3555. It's never too late and it's never too early. 412-515-3555. Or visit ASGRetire.com. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. Welcome back. We're happy that you're with us. We're watching what's happening now in front of the Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill. The president, President Trump, has arrived along with his wife and his daughter and son-in-law. They've gone inside the synagogue, and they were met by um, one of the rabbis from Tree of Life. They've been in there maybe six or seven minutes. Not that far away from the Tree of Life synagogue, there is a large mass of people who are streaming down, headed towards the Tree of Life. Uh, It is a very vocal a very active protest that is – I can't imagine they're going to get too close to the synagogue itself, but there is a collision course on its way. This is such a shame. I just can't get over our inability as Americans to just grieve and leave politics behind for, what, a couple days. No. I mean, we are – Sick. 
Yeah. We there's, are. There's no other way. I mean, if you can't just react with. If you cannot just lament. Right. Yeah. And let it be at that. And the rest in silence, as our last guest talked about. To be in silence and prayer. To lament. Instead, we are so red state, blue state. And we have to point the finger and say, look, point the finger at the guy who shot these people. Right? We know who the perpetrator is. Us pointing fingers at, you know, the president or, uh, you know, Democratic leaders or Democrats or Republicans or whatever. This is a sign of this infection this, that is eating us apart, that is eating us apart. We need to take time to look in the mirror and assess our own weaknesses. We need to pray. We need to be still, silent, to be before the Lord and surrender our own wretchedness first. And surrender our right to be right. Imagine yourself in the graduate degree program you've always wanted. Curriculum that advances your career and enriches your personal life. Practical lessons from accomplished professors. Face-to-face engagement with classmates. And from a Christian perspective, that's Geneva College. Flexible graduate programs that complement your busy life. If you want to advance to the next level in counseling, cybersecurity, higher education, or business administration, your Geneva College master's degree can help you get there. Come to Geneva's Classroom Graduate Program's Open House event on Monday, November 5th in Beaver Falls between 5 and 7 p.m. Hear from faculty about in-demand classroom-based graduate programs. Whether you have an interest in an MBA or master's in higher education, cybersecurity, or counseling, this event will help you take the next step in your career. A light buffet will be served. To register for the Geneva Graduate Programs Open House, go to geneva.edu slash gradopenhouse, all one word. That's geneva.edu slash gradopenhouse. The day after Thanksgiving, Feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. You started a DIY project at home. Then you realize convenience isn't always easy. The why in DIY doesn't mean why is this so hard. At ADT, we DIFY, do it for you. We customize and install a secure smart home that you control from the palm of your hand or the sound of your voice. Smart security, designed and installed just for you with ADT. Visit ADT.com slash smart to learn more. License information available at ADT.com. ADT, real protection. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system, check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis. P-E-L-L-E-S at PellisHVAC.com. 
Five years ago, a National Barna Omni poll discovered that 77% of evangelicals believe we're now living in the end times as described by the Bible. But how can we really know? Don't miss the most comprehensive, in-depth, prophetic end-time seminar anywhere. You'll be amazed at how much information God's Word provides. This all-day end-time seminar is Saturday, November 10th at Christ Church at Grove Farm. To learn more, go to endtimeseminar.com. That's endtimeseminar.com. Thanks for being with us. It's a gorgeous autumn day here in the city of Pittsburgh. And it is a day of sorrow and lament as the first funerals take place. I told this earlier, I was in Squirrel Hill today meeting a friend for a long-standing monthly lunch date we have. And we literally stumbled upon the doctors, the good doctor's funeral. Many, many people were there. And this is how it should be. We as mm-hmm. a community should be grieving together. Mm-hmm. Without politics. And recognizing what we've lost. not And trying our best not to bring our own darkness into an already dark place. That's what's grieving me about watching what's happening in Squirrel Hill right now. Um, only because and everyone has a right to protest. I get it. I'm not saying that these people are not exercising a right that's guaranteed by the Constitution. I'm saying that it's in poor taste. <laughs> Well, we live in in an era where people want to grab (laughs) their 15 seconds, right? And this is a reaction to the 15 seconds. That's all. But has there ever been a more politicized time? No, I don't. I don't mean I'm sure there has been. As they were trying to figure out whether they were going to, you know, have a revolution against England, those were pretty tense times. I don't know if this is the tensest time or the most politicized time, but certainly from what I can remember – it feels that way. It, it really does. So the president is currently in the Tree of Life Synagogue, um, and he's there with his wife and his daughter and his son-in-law. And they, I don't know, they've been in there 10 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And we're watching local news coverage of it. Uh, there's also a, uh, a vocal group of protesters who are, you know, some distance off. I can't quite tell from the camera angle we have how close they are. Um, but it's just highlighting to me the fact that we – are not able to escape politics. We're just not, I don't know. It's become our religion. It's become the thing that we have to see everything. It's the prism through which we view everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just feel like we're the worst for it. I think the encouragement is that we should be present. If you're anywhere near in the Pittsburgh region, at some point in this next few days, Make a visit to Squirrel Hill. Walk the streets. Go past the synagogue. Walk Forbes and Murray. Support local businesses. Right? Just to be there to to take it in. I think it's necessary. It's important that we are this community. Silence is good. Because mm-hmm. who's got the answers right now but God? And I know for a lot of people, God feels far off. And even for us, we feel that we're still connected and God is with us, of course. It's okay to be silent in this mix. It's okay to be sad and it's okay to say to God, I don't get it. I don't understand why this happened. I don't understand why people get gunned down in churches and synagogues. And it's okay to say, where were you on Saturday? How do we handle our emotions? How do we make sense of something that is senseless? During our 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to a man who has been there, 
and done that and helped people grieve and lament in their despair. So stay with us. The 5 o'clock hour of the Ride Home with John and Kathy. We greatly appreciate your presence in our lives and the invitation to be with you on a daily basis. Stay with us. There's more ahead here on Word FM. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senator Lindsey Graham says he will introduce legislation to end birthright citizenship. The announcement from the South Carolina senator follows a suggestion from President Trump that he could accomplish the same thing through an executive order. Graham tweeting, finally, a president willing to take on this absurd policy of birthright citizenship. Graham says he'll introduce legislation along the same lines as that suggested by Mr. Trump. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. More than a 1,000 people have poured into one of Pittsburgh's largest synagogues to mourn the two developmentally disabled brothers who were killed in Saturday's massacre. Rabbi Jeffrey Myers says Cecil and David Rosenthal were the very definition of beautiful souls at their joint funeral Tuesday at Rodaf Shalom. On Wall Street, the dropped by 432 points. The Nasdaq rose 112. The S&P advanced 41. This is SRN News. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower copays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly, so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk active workspace solutions at veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. My daughter was really sensitive. She took everything personally. She had a lot of trouble in school. He had some impulsivity issues that I was concerned about. He was having a lot of meltdowns, a lot of tantrums. What Brain Balance did was give us a very distinct 
game plan. This is what he has. We're going to get from point A to point B, and this is how we're going to do it. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. His focus in class and how he retains the information that the teacher is talking about, it's just remarkable. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. There is our life before Brain Balance, and there's our life after Brain Balance, and the two don't even resemble each other. It's a totally different Life. Attend Brain Balance Center's Parent Discovery Night Thursday, November 1st from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Tour the center, meet their caring staff, and learn firsthand from enrolled parents about the brain balance difference. Call to reserve your seat today at 724-443-6287 or visit brainbalance.com for more information. A mix of clouds and sunshine this afternoon and milder than yesterday with a high of 56. Partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight, low 48. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, breezy and even milder. Expect some rain in the afternoon, high 65. Thursday, cloudy and cooler with periods of rain, high 53. Expect more rain going into Friday. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Joe Lundberg on 101.5 Word FM. Good afternoon and welcome to The Ride Home. John Hall, Kathy Emmons, we are very happy to be with you today. President Trump and his wife are now currently at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill. And it's a beautiful scene. It is a beautiful scene. Uh, his daughter and son-in-law are also there. And uh, they're going around putting you know, memorial stones on each of the markers for each of the victims. Outside of the uh, synagogue itself, uh, the um, rabbi Jeffrey Myers is with the president and the first lady. And apparently somewhere in the distance there is uh, some protest going on. But right now, the president is paying his respects and being received graciously Mm -hmm. by the rabbi himself, which is as it should be. So welcome. This is a a mourning season. Another day of lament as the first funerals have taken place across Squirrel Hill. Of course, as the week goes on, there will be many, many more scenes of sadness. But the president is here, as he says he would have come, despite the protest from the mayor, Peduto, and different people and organizations who have vocally protested his time here in the city of Pittsburgh. But this is not a time for politics, mm-hmm. not about blue or red. It is a time to come together as a community, as a nation, and to honor those, to mourn for those who were killed on Saturday here in the city of Pittsburgh. From our perspective, it looks as if the rabbi, as they move to each uh, marker uh, of each victim, is explaining to the president and the first lady who the person was. It's really lovely that we live um, in a country that cares about Jewish victims. And, you know, as much as we have and continue to lament that something like this, some, this act of anti-Semitism could happen in Pittsburgh, I also think back historically to how many Jews have died and no one in a position of authority has ever cared. Or stood up. Or noticed their name or recognized who they were. Right. And so I'm grateful for this. That uh, there's tenderness. That there is tenderness, and there is uh, there is a heart for Jewish people, and we're seeing that right now on national broadcast. 
We live in remarkable times, do we not? And to see this confluence where just a few days ago, the synagogue was awash in blood and violence. Now there are people who come to pay their respects. I think it's good to um, to go to some place and honor people who you don't necessarily know. And I say that because I didn't know personally any of these people who passed away on Saturday. Um, and so I don't have a personal connection. I, I, you know, am not mourning my parent or my child or my brother or my neighbor or, or anything like that. But, you know, I think there's something profound about recognizing that even though I didn't know these people, I have lost something in losing them. Yeah, that it is profound. Yeah. And that we're all tied together, even if we're not tied together in bonds of actual affection. We're tied together in bonds of community and and neighborhood and um, place. And, right, and even bonds of faith. My husband's dentist, uh, right in Ross Township. Um, her husband was one of those who died on Saturday at Tree of Life, and there's a memorial which is set up in Westview right now on Center Avenue at their dental clinic. They par- they partnered together there. And I went by on my way to the uh, station today, and I dropped off some flowers and a note. And of course, the you know they were closed. There was nobody there, but it was good for me to go. Mm-hmm. And so, if you are like me and you you do, you don't have. Um, a personal relationship with any of the victims on Saturday, you should still go. You should still go. As a member of the city of Pittsburgh and as someone who cares about um, the neighbors we have and, and the peaceful nature of what our city's like, you should go. I agree. So whether you could go to Squirrel Hill and you know lay some flowers or you can go to one of the viewings or – Go to Westview um, by the Gottfried and Durachko office, you know, wherever it is, uh, you should go. To pay your respects, to be counted among those. Who remember. We'll take a break. We've got more ahead, so stay with us. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. WORD, Dr. Michael Youssef. Sharing Christ involves sacrificing the greater for the lesser, the worthy for the unworthy. And that's precisely what Jesus did. The Lord of Lords died on a cross so that he may raise from the dead everyone who put their trust in him. Be challenged this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. 
Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. This is Kathy Emmons. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and you know they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now, they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation, with typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley's got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School. 412-242-8886. Is your car ready for winter? Get the jump on Jack Frost. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect against the elements inside and out. From spray-on bed liners to rust proofing, weather tech floor liners to extreme detailing. And now, through November 15th, get up to 50 bucks off from most starters during their preseason sale while supplies last. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. 40 years for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. A lot of times people do the cleaning on their own, and in reality, all they're doing is making it worse. Greg Hybert, independent local owner of Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. While we're doing a two-step process, we're going to pre-spray first, which brings all the dirt up to the surface, and then we clean and then we rinse so we don't leave a residue in your carpet. It's dry overnight, and you can actually use it right away, and it's completely safe for kids and pets. Call 412-821-5200. Satisfaction guaranteed. 412-821-5200. 5200. It's a crisp fall morning. Time for your daily pumpkin soy latte. As you wait for your coffee, you get a buzz. No, it's not your boss wanting extra whipped cream, but your ADT video doorbell. It's a package. Your new latte machine. No more $5 PSLs. Barista service. Brought to you by ADT. Designing and installing a smart home just for you. Backed by best-in-class 24-7 protection. Learn more at ADT.com. ADT. Real protection. License information available at ADT.com. As we deal with the aftermath of violence and as we come to grips with the, I don't know, the loss of innocence in some way of one of our communities, we were thinking of guests that we have gotten to know over the years who we felt could most, I don't know, effectively communicate yeah and understand where we are you know kind of someone who's already been there and recognizes the 
the stages of grief and the difficulties that communities go through uh, when dealing with something like this. And so we thought of Dr. Robert Wicks, and we're so happy he was able to join us today. Dr. Robert J. Wicks is Professor Emeritus at Loyola University in Maryland. He's published more than 50 books for professionals in the general public, including Perspective, The Calm Within the Storm. But the reason we love him is that he's lectured and talked to us specifically on the importance of resilience and self-care and maintaining a healthy perspective to those who have suffered trauma. Dr. Wicks, we're glad you're here. It's good to be back, although under these circumstances, it's tough. Yes. Thank you, Doctor. Doctor, I was walking around the Squirrel Hill neighborhood today where the murders took place on Saturday, and people uh, initially, I believe, early in the morning were wary of each other. There was, um, and this is just me playing, you know, the armchair psychiatrist, there's a skittishness about the neighborhood. Is it possible for entire communities to have some PTSD? Is that even a thing? Sure. What happens is is that we tend to walk through life uh, with a, a bubble around us that essentially says that we're safe, everything is normal, we don't have to worry about anything. When that bubble bursts and we begin to see what can happen, we become hypersensitive and and realize that there is no ultimate security or safety and if it can happen in our neighborhood or in our uh, synagogue or shul or church it can happen anywhere mm-hmm. dr wicks talk about i mean i don't even know if there's enough time for you to detail the experience you've had and the kind of situations that you have dealt with but maybe you know give us uh, you know a uh a bird's eye view of the type of uh, places you visited and the people who you have helped and talked with after trauma. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the places most recently was to go into Beirut to, to work with Christian helpers that were living and working in Aleppo, Syria. And they were brought to Beirut so I could speak to them about resilience. And uh, it was a little difficult for me because you can't use humor or nuance, given the fact that um, uh, I was speaking through an interpreter, Mm -hmm. Arabic interpreter, in the back of the room. But I would watch their faces, and and in their faces, if they lit up, then I would see what would, you know, what seemed to be striking them the most. And what seemed to be striking them the most was two things. And it was a circle of grace for me because it made me realize even what's more important. And it was friendship and prayer. Hmm. Uh, To see their sense of valuing friendship. Uh, I remember Henry Nowen, who I knew many years ago, he wrote a book called Making All Things New, and he Mm -hmm. said we can take a lot of physical and even mental pain when we know that it truly makes us a part of the life we live together in the world But when we feel cut off from the human family, we can lose heart. But I think for them, friendship was more than that. There's a Cameroonian proverb that goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And and, and when you see what that friendship can do, even from strangers, I... uh, I I didn't suffer like the others, so I don't think too much about my days as a Marine Corps officer. 
However, the following story came my way, and it's, it's very brief, which reflects esprit de corps and is the bedrock of resilience for me. So let me share it quickly. Yes, A nurse took the tired, anxious serviceman to the bedside, and he said, your son's here. And, and, and the old man had to, had to have it repeated to him several times because he was heavily sedated because he had had a heart attack. And he dimly saw the young Marine standing outside the oxygen tent. And he reached out his hand, and the Marine grabbed it with his tough hand. And the nurse brought a chair so the Marine could sit beside the bed. And all through the night, the young Marine sat there in the poorly lit ward holding the guy's hand. And occasionally the nurse came in and suggested, you know, why don't you move away? And he refused. And whenever she came back, he was oblivious of the noise, you know, the, the oxygen tanks, the laughter of the staff members, uh, the cries and moans of other patients. And then, you know, she'd hear him say some gentle words. And then toward the morning, the man died. And the Marine released his hand and told the nurse, and she did what she did. And finally she returns and 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 starts to offer words of sympathy but the marine interrupted her with the question who was that man <laughs> and startled by the question the nurse said well he was your father he said no he wasn't uh, i've never saw him before in my life and she said well why didn't you say something when i took you to him and he said i knew right away that there had been a mistake but i also knew he needed his son and his son just wasn't there for him. Mm. And when I realized that he was too sick to tell whether or not I was his son, knowing how much he needed me, I stayed. And the basic lesson is the next time someone needs you, just be there, stay. Mm. And that's, that's the key thing is, is the willingness to be present to people. You, you know, it, it's like the little girl who, who was late coming home from school and the, the mom said to her, you know, where were you? And she said, I was helping a friend. And she said, well, what did you do for her? And she said, I sat down next to her and helped her cry. Hmm. The reality is this presence is what's needed in the, in the community that, that you walk through today. And it's, it's absent to some degree because people are cautious like you picked up talking to Dr. Robert J. Wicks. Um, he's the author of a book we love called Night Call, Embracing Compassion and Hope in a Troubled World. So because we are so fragile right now as a community, Dr. Wicks, uh-huh. uh, the funerals are going on right now. Actually, even as we speak, the president is here with his wife, and there's protesters, which adds another layer of complexity and tension to the whole thing. How do you find that silence or that peace or that that permission to find that silence and peace in the midst of all this turmoil when i think some people i've talked to were like well i didn't know anybody who was murdered you know um it's not necessarily my group or my tribe of people but i'm still affected and that's okay to feel that way isn't it well it's natural to feel that way because often uh it's the closeness to your own self your own community uh, that 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 you know affects you more deeply, but the reality is 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 that you know most religions are community oriented, and and all of a sudden you begin to realize that the, these people are close to you. That mm-hmm. they are part of your community. Uh, you know, I remember hearing a story by a philosopher. And he said when he was very young, he was Jewish, and he said he remembers being tackled by somebody and knocked down, and the guy was beating his head against the, 
the ground that's saying, you know, you killed my God. And he said, I, I didn't even know what he was talking about. That kind of division between Christian and Jewish people, or between any of us in America, is, is not a reflection of what the heart of Christianity mm -hmm. is, the heart of Judaism is, or any religion for that matter. Right. So, and I, I'm very glad to hear you say that. And of course, that resonates with how John and I um, view this. Yet at the same time, it's so hard to, um, I mean, all of us are going, we are capable of saying the wrong thing at any time. <laughs> And, and so even with our most, uh, you know, putting our best foot forward, we're talking culture to culture. In, in, in the Squirrel Hill community, Dr. Wicks, um, there's often a lot of a, there's a division between Jew and Gentile, um, depending mm -hmm. on what variety of Judaism you're talking about. And so it does make it hard sometimes to have meaningful conversations. We, we had a rabbi on our show yesterday, uh, Aaron Bisno, and, uh, I what you know before he came on the air I was thinking you know what am I going to say what am I going to say what am I going to say and I, I, he came on and I said I did nothing else I, can, I I just want you to know how sorry I am and he said it was such a wonderful response I, I was thinking about it all night he said that matters <laughs> and I thought you know maybe it is maybe it is that simple you know we try to come up with the perfect thing to say or we're so afraid to say the wrong thing that we don't want to say anything when really I just said that I was sorry, and I am, but to him, hearing that from me, from a Gentile, from someone outside his community, that mattered. Yeah, yeah. It, see, I think that, and that was the right thing to say, because what you were saying is that 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 no matter what, what differences you might have, man, woman, uh, Jew, Gentile, the, there's a basic sense of affinity for his pain. And, uh, and of course we can't say the right thing. And you, you can hear crazy things said at funerals, you know. Uh, it's God's will. I mean, <laughs> you know, when a child dies, that's not the thing to say, you know. But, but, but what happens is if they can feel that you're reaching out to feel their pain, uh, that's a, that's a beautiful thing, offering space for them. When I was at, just a, a few months back, I was at Dover Air Force Base working with the unit responsible for fallen military and support of their families. And there was a child who just couldn't grasp the fact that his dad was dead. And, and he said, well, who's going to play ball with me now? And one of the volunteers was there from his neighborhood, and he said, well, I will. And the question is the fact that you offered the rabbi space on your show, the fact that you said you're sorry, um, that's, that's, that's the gift, the sense of presence. It doesn't seem like enough. Well, it, it never does seem like enough, and, and that's the danger. You know, the danger is that, that um, you know, we feel that because we can't figure out to say the exact right thing, that, that we'll do nothing at all. And I think admitting that you're lost for words and you don't understand the situation or, you know, uh, you know, some of the traditions, but, but, but your heart is aching, uh, is, is, is enough, yes. is enough. I would liken to where we are right now in the city of Pittsburgh 
with where we were with the rest of the country after 9-11. It seems as though we are at that fragile point. I was coming out of a door today, um, and someone held the door for me, which is, you know, not unusual, but I'm super conscious of it. There is a particular politeness and an almost um, – a balm of wanting to connect and care for one another. But, you know, like 9-11, and of course this is well, at some point soon in the near future, we'll forget that and just go on with our regular lives. But would it would be so, this is not necessarily a question, Doctor, it's just an observation, would it be so that we were so caring and fragile and connected mm-hmm. to each other on a more regular basis? Well, that's why I think one of the key words from Judaism is remember, remember, and, and, and that's very, very important. When I was in Las Vegas a couple of weeks back for the, the year anniversary of their mass shooting, their, their saying was, hope grows here. That was their, their motto, but, but they began it by showing some of the carnage and showing the brokenness. And when we see the brokenness, we realize then that suffering need not be the last word. It can be the first word in greater depth. My my daughter had the severe scoliosis when she was young and had 13 levels of her spine fused. And, and, and people would say after her surgery, where they put an iron bar up her back, they said, oh, is she better? But life isn't, chron- isn't acute, it's chronic. And, you know, she she crawled into the house in university, and we had to have the rod taken out. She almost died during her second pregnancy, and recently she went in for a day procedure and was in there for five days. But what she did with that suffering is rather than make it herself bitter, she let it soften her soul. And she told me, you know, years ago that she always wanted to be a Marine Corps officer like I was, and I was very surprised. And she said, but I said, well, what are you going to do about it? And she said, what I'm going to do is become a social worker for the VA. And she has. And recently, someone came in who had a leg blown off, and she greeted him with the warmth that only someone who can, has been through suffering. I, I, I couldn't do it like she did it. And he said, boy, you're perky. And she looked right back at him and said, you've served our country well. Now you come on in and let us know what we can do for you. Hmm. That kind of memory of suffering need not be depressing. It actually can be something that can really encourage us to be present in better ways. Oh, that's so good. So the memory of suffering in some ways will sustain us and help us do better. So how do you, you know, your daughter, obviously, uh, very very intentional in that memory of suffering. But then how as a society do you do that? I mean, is that what what memorials are for, to take us back to that memory? That's a good point. I think you've put your hand on it. You know, but it's how how we remember. I mean, if we remember simply with loss and bitterness, uh, you know, it doesn't work. We need, in one hand, a sense of reality, that we face what has happened, and we don't spiritualize it, we don't play it down. We simply say it's horrible for what it is. But in the other hand, there must be a sense of openness. Openness to to what we call in psychology post-traumatic growth, or openness in a spiritual sense to the recognition that, you know, suffering can call us deeper, you know, if we walk there in the right way with God. Mm -hmm. And I think that 
that's essential. I mean, the theology of hope requires us to hold on to three things simultaneously. First, the resurrection, but not simply that, otherwise it's a skewed version of charismatic thinking, and you can hear it in some TV evangelists. Everything's positive. The second is the cross, but not simply the cross, because then you're a masochist. And third is the ministry of Jesus, but not simply that, because then you're looking for success rather than focusing on faithfulness. But if you hold on to those three pieces simultaneously, it really does provide us with a hope that doesn't deny pain and suffering, but opens up the door for it allowing us to go deeper as persons and be present to others in ways that others who haven't suffered and transformed it that way can be. That's wonderful. Dr. Wicks, that is so helpful. I can't thank you enough for being with us today. It surely is. Oh, it's an honor. It always is an honor. Thank you. That's Dr. Robert J. Wicks, Professor Emeritus at Loyola University. He's the author of a book that is really wonderful. You, you should look at it. It's called Night Call, Embracing Compassion and Hope in a Troubled World. Dr. Robert J. Wicks. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice? Don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. Experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60 day money back guarantee and a 10 year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system... Check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. 
Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. I have never had a female dentist. I started to have problems with a tooth, and I thought, you know what? I'll just go once. David remembers his first visit with Dr. Megan Stock. I had such a good time that I'm surprised they allowed me to come back because I had a lot of things that needed to be fixed. She makes you feel so calm and so comfortable. She's just terrific at what she does. I have had no discomfort at all with anything that she's done. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. A mix of clouds and sunshine this afternoon and milder than yesterday with a high of 56, partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight, low 48. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, breezy and even milder. Expect some rain in the afternoon, high 65. Thursday, cloudy and cooler with periods of rain, high 53. Expect more rain going into Friday. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Joe Lundberg on 101.5 Ward FM. Thanks for being with us. Three cheers to the Steeler organization. Um, over 100 Steelers, uh, past and present, came out today for to support the families of the victims of the shooting on Saturday. 100 of the players, past, yeah. present, showed up, Steeler Nation, to say, yeah, we're all Pittsburghers mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it was wonderful. Players, wives, uh, Mike Tomlin and his wife, uh, yeah, it was just I was very, very gratified to see that. Sure was. I'm sure that meant a lot to the family. I know that um, the brothers who passed away, uh, their sister was uh, worked for the Steelers for a long time. Long time. Yeah. So I'm sure that they love her and wanted to express their just incredible sorrow for yeah. all of this. Just... Hey, how about uh, how about Lou Weiss? Yeah, so Lou Weiss is a local business owner. Weiss House. Weiss House. Which, which is fabulous. Which is absolutely tremendous. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if someone said, you can go shop at Weiss House. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Weiss House has been a favorite place of oh. mine for a long, long time. I mean, I like to walk yeah. in there. Used to be on uh, Murray Avenue. Yeah. And uh, now it's uh, they moved to North Highland Avenue. Yeah. Down it's by, a lovely uh, place. Down by Casbah. Right. And yeah. so you can go and look at rugs and carpet and I walk in empty hand, didn't walk out empty That's hand. That's fine. But, you know, it's nice to see really fine things and great design. It is. Right? And they've been a part of the Pittsburgh landscape for a long, long time. Right. So Lou wrote a, a piece that appeared in yesterday's Wall, Wall Street Journal. and His daughter, Barry, writes for the Wall Street Journal. I see. So this was an interesting... Who also wrote some great pieces over the last couple of days. So Lou talked about the city. Yeah. and uh, But he was on... Uh, is this ABC, Mike? Uh, NBC with Andrea NBC Mitchell. NBC with Andrea Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was interviewed by Andrea Mitchell. And this was uh, either yesterday morning, either Monday morning or Sunday evening. I'm right. not sure actually when it was taped. But uh, check this out. This is Lou Weiss being interviewed by Andrea Mitchell. This is a really hard thing to talk about. And I know it's controversial. But it's not just our political leaders because we see thousands of people at rallies starting in 2016 and straight through to this weekend who are cheering hateful speech. Who are we as Americans? I, well, it's a good point. But on the other hand, I really can't think of anything less helpful than to be politicizing this, whether it's someone uh, cheering Louis Farrakhan, uh, as Linda Sarsour did at the Women's March, uh, on, on, on the left or someone on the right cheering uh, Donald Trump. Um, 
I think we need to step back from that and stop trying to politicize every aspect of this. I mean, this man hated Jews. He actually hated Trump, as it happens. And, I mean, Jews stand for certain values. And concern for the downtrodden is one of them. And, you know, in a certain sense, uh, he knew where he was going. And he violated the most, uh, the most sanctified space that there is. I mean, where, where Jews go to connect with, with their God and, and to pray. And the concept of trying to blame this party or that party or this statement or that statement, I just think it's a dead end. Some people are trying to, you know, discourage Donald Trump from coming to Pittsburgh. He should come. We, we want to talk to people. We want people to see what's here. We want people to experience Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, ideas, ideas don't scare us. And, um, I, you know, to point this way, this finger or that finger, you know, whether we're deplorables or whether it's, you know, uh, enemies of the people and the press, it's, it's, it's just not helpful. And it should be toned down both among people and, frankly, among among the press as well. Man. Wow. He brought it, didn't he? Just about covered all the bases. Listen, that is Everybody truth. back off. That is truth. Just this, back off. This thing that we're going through in Pittsburgh should not be politicized right. by anyone. Well, there it is. There's the press one until, you know, push it in and make it something right away. They just walked into the wrong guy. Fabulous. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Just let it be right now. This is not a time. Not a time. If ever there was a time to lay this down and to surrender yourself. This is the time. This is absolutely the moment. And if you're looking at someone you don't like who's on the other side of the political spectrum and you can't stand their hateful speech, then stop your own <laughs> hateful speech. Or. Just do it. Just stop. Not even your own speech. Thoughts, intentions, attitudes, because that all leads to the tongue running wild. So before that even stirs in your heart, surrender yourself and allow God to walk into that craziness. And instead, in that surrender, be in silence. And in that silence, take a look at all of us, all that insanity, all that anger, all that fear, all that resentment, all that minutia of poison that we are continuing to eat that has driven us to this point here in the city of Pittsburgh and as a nation. Be silent and be before the God of the universe and confess our own wretchedness, yours and mine together, individually and as a community. Surrender that. Mm -hmm. And then receive what God has to offer us, which is so much better than any of that. God help us. So much better. We are watching the events of the day and commenting on them as well. Listen, if you'd like to call, 800-320-8255. Where are you? And again, Kath and I, Mike, we don't want to talk about politics. Mm -mm. No interest in talking about politics. But if you've got something to offer, something that... uh, that can help us mm-hmm. and instruct us sure. and give us a sense of peace and community and belonging. We'd love to have that, of That's course. Right. And if you're from Squirrel Hill and you want to share something about your community or your neighborhood or share the things that you knew about one of these beautiful people who was killed on Saturday, uh, something about your experience uh, 
on Saturday or since, we'd love to hear that as well. 800-320-8255. As retailers across the country begin to talk about Christmas products and advertise sales and gear up for their most important month of the year, what can you do even now to make sure you're ready spiritually for the Christmas season? Find out as John MacArthur examines the real meaning of Christmas this week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. You've wrestled with that issue for so long. You don't know who to talk to. You're too embarrassed to tell your friends or family what you're dealing with. You're even reluctant to talk to your pastor. I know. I was there too. But it got to a point that something had to change. And then I found Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a team of licensed Christian counselors who share your faith and will help you through your problem. They want to give you a free week just to try it out. You can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone, even video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. And your first week is free. If it's not for you, you can cancel during your first week and not pay a dime. Why not give it a try? Go to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. Talk to someone who can help. Go right now to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. It's so easy to get started and your first week is free. Let them help. Go to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. How can a fully stocked restroom improve your image? How can serviced fire extinguishers or a first aid cabinet make your employees more prepared? How can comfortable work apparel make your business more productive? For over a million customers, the answer is simple. Cintas. Cintas delivers everything you need to open your doors with confidence. Because helping keep businesses well-equipped, clean, and looking their best, that's our business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Now with free shipping, like today. Stay road ready for half the price. Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw will change your oil and filter for half off at just $19.95. For repair and maintenance, ASC certified techs, Napa parts, and a fair price, go with Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw. Log on now to wordfm.com. Keyword shopping. 
Hey, welcome back. We're taking your phone calls at 800-320-8255. You want to join us? We're just musing about the day, and uh, your time is welcome as well. Let's go to the phones and talk to Bob. Hey, Bob, thanks for coming along today. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, thanks. What do you got? Uh, I just want to say that, you know, uh, when I was younger, I worked in a kosher kitchen, an Orthodox kosher kitchen right over there, not too far from where this occurred. I got to know a lot of people in the community, and I got to know how close-knit that community was. And I, I worked alongside these guys, and we became friends long before any conversations of Christianity and Judaism came up. But when they did come up, they were very open, um, very friendly, very non-confrontational, because we knew each other as friends first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we were able to talk. I learned more about my own faith um, uh, from the perspective of, of uh, the Old Testament and Judaism and, um, you know, translations of Hebrew and all kinds of things that my faith is so much richer for it now, uh, but we knew each other as friends first. And when I saw the Rosenthal name on that list, I, I shuddered because I knew Rabbi Rosenthal, mm. and I was hoping it wasn't him. Um, it turned out not to be just as tragic, but uh, it hit kind of home for me because I got to know them well. Well, that's a great story. Thank you, Knowing Thank someone, you so because we knew each other as friends first. That is so good for the soul yeah. to hear that. Is I was able to learn XYZ from him because we were friends first. That's so good. Because you love each other right. and you trust each other and you have something in common, right? You're working shoulder to shoulder with a guy. You're, you're more willing to listen to him right. because, you know, you're both humping together. Right. How do you know? How do you, I mean, would that be so that oftentimes I think, you know, in the faith community, we try to force things, don't we? Hey, let's get together. And, and I, I do appreciate that, that. And that's certainly necessary. But for it to happen just naturally, mm-hmm. I mean, it's certainly much more powerful. Let's go yeah. back to the phones. 800-320-8255. Mike, you're with Kath and myself. Thanks for calling. How are things? Hey, good. Uh, how you guys doing? Good. God bless you guys for what you do and the love you spread. Um it's just times like this that it's just good to know that God is in control, and no matter what we see, we're not walking by sight. And and I've worked at the Jewish Community Center for a while, and there was a lot about the Jewish traditions and things I didn't know. And I was kind; they were kind enough to take me through things and explain things to me. And it made a world of difference, made a lot of friends. And anytime there's a death because someone doesn't understand another one's belief, race, or whatever. It's a spiritual thing. It's not really physical. And Satan wants us to get against each other physically. And God wants us to always walk by that spirit. And bless you guys for what you do. God bless you, Mike. That's so good. Yeah. Satan wants to divide us. There's no doubt about that. And we're pretty good about it ourselves, even without his help. You can ask a question and find out about how someone else does something and then they want to tell you because you're honoring them by asking and somehow you end up as friends you know what good's going to come out of this i I believe a a lot right that pittsburgh and somehow will be altered for the better because of this i'm I'm hopeful 800-320-8255 pat uh, you're with us hi Hi. yes okay john and kathy i just want to tell you that i'm sharing in your sorrow uh, and partially because I listen to you almost every day, and I just feel like that uh, you're my friend. Oh, you're friend thank you. 
Thanks, Pat. And so uh, about a month ago, I was experiencing something in my life, and my pastor passed on a scripture to me for me to read, and it was applying to what the scripture said. And on Sunday, whenever the rabbi had made comment, uh, he said, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. And I think this scripture, uh, and I'm so happy I was able to call in because I missed yesterday to call. And the scripture is in Ephesians 4:29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according mm-hmm. to their needs. That is, may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, anger, rage, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. (laughs) Is that not perfect? That's fabulous. I mean, that's fabulous. I was so happy that I was able to call in today, so... Uh, I just uh, spend my time with you every afternoon, and it's my time of peace and quiet. And I just love both of you and how you share. You're sweet, Pat. So. God bless okay. you. Boy, Pat, you summed it up. You're sweet. Thanks that a lot, Pat. That is a home run. Appreciate that. That is a home run. That, that should be inscribed on everyone's laptop and phone. So before you tweet or Facebook or Instagram or whatever thing you choose to rage on, you are forced to read that first. Okay. Can I read it again? Please, please. Thank you, So we can hear it twice. Fabulous. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. 800-320-8255. Let's go and speak with Neil. Hey, Neil. uh, Thanks for coming along with Kath and myself. How are you today? Good, how are you? Good, thanks, good. What do you have for us? Okay, I have several. I'm going to talk real quick because I'm a little bit nervous. Don't um, be nervous. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Job, in a finite understanding of God, you know, we can't understand his way sometimes. Yes. Okay, sometimes I'll witness to people, and at one time I was witnessing, and a duck, a duck boat accident happened in Arkansas, and people drowned. Yes. And I think I witnessed, and then it happens, and it seems to happen the next day. Then another time a crane fell down in New York City. Yeah. Another time a bridge collapsed. It was new. And in Luke 13, Jews were in the temple, and Pilate thought there was a a, a, a coup, and he murdered them. Again, a, a Gentile entering a, a Jewish synagogue. Uh, I keep Luke 13 in my mind all the time because, um, I, I don't know, God doesn't know us any answers. And I'll just I'll leave it there. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right. Well, thank you, Neil. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I think that's an important uh, hard truth. It's very hard truth is that God doesn't owe us any answers. Um, However, one thing that gives me hope time and time again is when we ask God the question, where were you? God is always there and he is always present. And so I choose to look at every circumstance in, uh, in life that's sadness and grief filled and while crying out in lament, also recognizing that we do have limited understanding and that if God is good, as he has always shown himself to be, that he didn't stop being good. 
This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Sponsoring a child with compassion is the most effective way to end extreme child poverty. Release a child from poverty when you become a compassion sponsor. Choose your child now at Compassion.com slash radio. Do your part to release a child from poverty today. Kath, you'll be a... You'll be happy to know that I stopped by the Eaton Park today. You know, I love stopping by any Eaton Park. Good for you, John. Do you have a slice of pie? I did not. I <laughs> so I, I have this standing lunch date with a buddy of mine, and uh, we were going to go to Murray on, Curry on Murray. Mm-hmm. Which is great. And uh, they weren't open today. So we walked up the street to, to Eaton e- Park. To E&P, sure. And uh, apparently, my lunch buddy is like a fixture at this place. Good, I, you know why? Because he has good taste. The things you learn. I mean, he walked in, they were like... Like you walked into Cheers. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone I, knows your name at the yeah, end. Hey, he had his own. I, 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 I've known this guy you for a could, long time. You could also have a community like this if you went into an ENP. I mean, on a regular basis, and we're not critical. He, as you are, regular. His special waiter came over. That's right. I have like I don't have that at my ENP. I mean, holy smokes, Judy. Thank you. And and then we, you know we were kind of like back in the corner here. One police officer after another walked by us. Mm-hmm. And there's my buddy. Hey, brother, thank you. Hold on. Thank you for your service, sir. I mean. Isn't that awesome? And these guys, I'm sure that everyone's doing this now. You know, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I mean. Isn't that great? You know, it's a good to say it, right? Oh, it is. Not to be embarrassed to say it, you know, and to mark your place. Thank you for your service. That's really important. It is. When you saw, I mean, seriously, when you saw those men and women rush forward into that synagogue on Saturday, I, I could look at that again and again I and know. again. I think that, that makes that you is, proud. That, it, it does make you proud. And it makes you think, gosh, what they have in them is different it's not in me. than what the rest of us have. Without I mean, a doubt. They're, and there they are. There's more than what? There's four of them still in the hospital yep. with various injuries. Yeah, the president visiting with them right now, even at the UPMC Hospital in Oakland. Oh, God bless him. I mean, those first responders, so selfless. I mean, you think what Saturday could have been if they were not there. You got that right. Yeah, the quick response. Hey, thanks so much. We are so so fortunate, so blessed to have you in yep, our lives. We really we, are. I mean, really, what a position to be in to sit here and have a conversation every day with you, Kath, yes, and, and Mike. And, and we th- and we think of other shows and some of the callers that call in, and it's just angst after angst and just, you know, politicking after politicking. And gosh, we're so grateful for this community here. No one's shaking their fist today, and, and they don't. So God bless you all for being part of our broadcast family. We do not take this for granted or lightly in any way, honestly. 
we can't see you, but we know that you're there, and we love that you are there with mm-hmm. us. Just, I mean, it feels as though people just trying to find their way in a good and meaningful way with God in the middle. That's all we've got. If you want to continue the conversation, find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, or on Twitter. You can also visit our website, johnandkathyshow.com. But uh, we're a community. We'd love to stay in contact. Have yourself a great night. God willing, we'll see you tomorrow. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.